0: Here's your host, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It's Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay, as always. And today we are going to be continuing our player review and preview series for every player on the Colorado Avalanche. And I think this one's pretty important, Christian. I would think he's a pretty good player, pretty good, had a pretty decent season. I would say, yeah, who else would it be other than Kale McCarr? I yeah, don't think I mean, anybody this is in breaking the NFC, NHL... yeah,
1: it's breaking the mold. We were going to go all offense first, but you can't go without talking about Kale McCarr. So we're breaking our mold here of the plan we had, and we're going to talk about the one and only Kale McCarr today.
0: Yeah, it's what Kale McCarr did all season. He broke the mold. I don't think anybody in the NHL raised their stock more than Kale McCarr did this season. No one had a more successful season in the NHL this year. That's
1: just a fact. Yeah, I mean, he was everything and more for this avalanche team. I mean, the defense, the offense. I mean, if he doesn't have a cold start to the season, we're probably talking about a guy with 30 goals and 100 points.
0: Yeah, he like we kind of all forget that he had that hurt wrist at the start of the season. And that early game in Washington, he was like a minus five. It was the worst like game a, he's ever played. And it was a minus three the next game in Florida as well. He was a minus eight in two games. Ever since then, he just went up and only got better and better because imagine that he wasn't hurt.
1: Yeah, he really turned it on and a lot of people were wondering at the beginning of the year like is Devon Taves as important as we think and yeah he is but there was no joke that Kale McCarr was banged up to start the season and he ha- he didn't play any games in the preseason he played zero so those were his preseason games those first five games and then uh, once the guy got healthy it was like oh yeah there's there's the Kale McCarr we all know and love.
0: Yeah and then it turned into oh shit <laughs> this is not the Kale McCarr we've seen in past years this is <laughs> Kale McCarr from last year on crack. This yeah. guy's ridiculous right now.
1: He's ridiculous right now. Um, I mean, the the game that really sticks out for me in the regular season, uh, but really kind of asserted his dominance. I, I can't remember if McKinnon was out for it, but it was a game against the Ottawa Senators, um, and he had two goals, and they were two of the prettiest goals I've ever seen. And he made it look so easy.
0: If you're talking about uh, the one at home, then yes, there was no yeah. McKinnon. There was no McKinnon. That's why I thought. He was... He, was he, also, he didn't play in the next Ottawa game. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at it. So, yeah.
1: He had two goals. Um, beautiful goals on each of them. I think they tied the game each time or gave the abs the lead to them. But it, it was that moment that I think Kale McCarr was just like, oh yeah, it's, it's about to go down. Um, yeah, it, it's I all am,
0: coming together.
1: I am God. And you are just any other defenseman.
0: It's funny This, this stretch that you're talking about right now, this like, The numbers he's putting up as a defenseman are not fair. It starts (laughs) November 17th at Vancouver, goal assist at Seattle, two goals, one assist. The one you're talking about against Ottawa, he had two goals, nine shots, 24 minutes. And Anaheim, the next game, he had a goal against Dallas, a game we lost, he had a goal. And then a game against Nashville that we dominated, he had three assists. Then Toronto, he had nothing. Goal against Montreal, goal against Philly, assist at the Rangers, and two points against the Red. I almost just accidentally went through like two months of hockey for him because that's just how dominant he was during that stretch. And it just never changed throughout the entire season.
1: No, it never changed.
0: There's been a couple of dominant years over the last couple of years. Like we've seen what McDavid's done in single seasons. What Kale McCarr did this season from start to finish is one of the best seasons we've seen from anybody in a long time from not even just what he's doing on the offensive side of the pucks he had 86 points this season and that gets overshadowed by the fact that Roman Yossi almost had 100 but Makar if it wasn't for Yossi would have like broken the record for the who who was it last time I'm totally but was it Leach who had the last one I think so yeah it was I think I'm don't quote me but I think it was like Leach in the 90s who had the the highest point total of a defenseman until Yossi and McCarr. And if it wasn't for Yosi, McCarr would have been alone in that. So you think like, oh, well, how's his defense? The best in the NHL. He was plus 48. Yeah, he was plus, plus 48. And so you put all of that together. Nobody had a better season than Kale McCarr in the NHL. And you that... go to the playoffs as well, unequivocally the abs best player. Like we talked about Kale in other people's episodes because he's just that prominent. We've talked about him in McKinnon's episode where if like – if it wasn't for Kale McCarr being the best player in the world in the playoffs, McKinnon gets that con Smythe. Here we are with Kale McCarr. His playoffs were ridiculous. It
1: was one of the best playoff runs by a defenseman in the history of the NHL. Yeah, I, I mean, like the, the only say. one
0: I think of is 2017 Eric Carlson, where he dragged that Senators team, kicking yeah. and screaming. To the Eastern but Conference. The thing
1: finals. that we talk about too is Makar ended up having what, 29 points in the playoffs, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Where is he here? Yeah, 29 points in, 29 20, points
1: games. in 20 games. Like the, the Avs just kicked the shit out of so many people. Makar could have had 40 points if they played, if, if a couple of those series went a couple more games. Like, right. That was the pace he was at, especially in that Nashville series. He, he could have probably hit, he had 10 points in four games. Like he was ridiculous in that first round series.
0: I mean, his his score line in that series was three points, one point, the overtime winner, three points, three points. Ten points in four games does not happen. That's not a thing that normal players do.
1: That's for a forward. We're talking about a defenseman, too. A defenseman. Yeah. Like he is the ultimate game breaker. And we we talked about this. I, I think it was Raj who may have said it when we had him on for the first time that Connor McDavid's one, but Kale McCar's two. He's the number two player in the NHL right now. Yeah, And, and shout out into, Raj. He yeah. got that one. Nailed it oh, right yeah. on the head.
0: Well, Raj, well, Raj is just ridiculously yeah. smart. We never should have doubted him to be. I don't think we did doubt him at all. No. But the thing is, is that, like, Kale McCarr went from, like, yeah, he's definitely in that best defenseman conversation at the start of the season to, like, oh, now he is, you have to have the conversation with McDavid and McCar. It's like, do you want the star center or do you want the star defenseman as the the building block for your entire franchise? And most people would go McDavid and you know that's fine and that's fair. But the fact that we're even having that conversation right now is something we were not doing at the beginning of the season. And we all knew Kale McCarr was really good. Yeah. Like, we all knew he was. He was the favorite to win the Norse. Yeah.
1: He was a favorite, and he um, he exceeded expectations, which I did not think he was going to be able to do because his expectations were set very high. And you go back to last off season, he signed that deal for what eight years, nine million.
0: I think it was six, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was six because it just took him right through to yeah. his uh, six years, their... nine million. Six years, nine million. We we talked about McKinnon having a bargain contract. Uh, the Avs may go from McKinnon's bargain contract to Kale McCarr's bargain contract because that is. A ridiculous deal. He's still what, like the third highest paid defenseman in the league? I don't think anymore. I think he's gone down on that
0: list. If you can give me a very quick second to yeah. pull up defenseman, and because I know Drew Dowdy right. makes after, eleven, yeah, Eric Carlson makes eleven. Nurse is going to make more. Yep. Yeah. Seth Jones makes more. Yeah, and that's the thing is like those contracts were signed after Kale. Yeah. So Kale McCarr, right now, are you ready for this? Let's I, hear I just it. want you to throw me out like a number. Where do you think Kale McCarr is? on here he's gotta be top 10 he is top 10 where is he in top 10 do you think um, just by your reaction i'm gonna say ninth he's 10th 10th he's the t- actually okay he's tied for ninth to be fair he's tied with dougie hamilton for ninth it for um, highest paid defenseman in the nhl eric carlson makes the most money at 11.5 dowdy zach Warensky i forgot about that charlie it's- mcavoy seth jones adam fox darnell nurse Roman Yosi, and he makes the same as Dougie Hamilton. And he, makes two, he makes he makes two hundred k more than Alex Patrangelo.
1: I love it, dude. Like we talked about, the McKinnon contract is going to be. It was the bargain of all bargains, and now you you just add another one in and Kale McCarr, who could easily make twelve million.
0: I I that, think if you're throwing thirteen, and I I don't even know if you're reaching market value yet. Yeah, because what Kale McCarr does, and for the premium that he does it at his position. I don't think 13 is market value
1: still. And that's going to be, he is going to get so much money on his next contract because he'll be what, 28, 29 when that happens? Yeah, like like he'll be like in his
0: prime, essentially.
1: <laughs> that's the scariest part. Kale McCarr's still not in his prime. Like, right. This we,
0: we don't know if Kale McCarr has even had his best season yet. Kale <laughs> McCarr crazy. next season might be better. He might hit 30 goals and 100 points. I'm expecting it. Sleep, he he might do that.
1: Yeah. If he stays healthy, he's going to. And he's going to be in that every single year um, for probably the next 10 years. Like, I mean, Carlson really fell off when he was, what, like 32 is when injuries really caught up with him. Yeah.
0: I mean, Eric Carlson, it sucks because he was really good for a really long time. Yes. Was stuck on a bad Senators team for the most part. Not bad, but just like middling Senators team that sometimes made the playoffs. And he had his one great playoff run, historic playoff run, where he dragged them to the Eastern Conference final. Injuries came in. There's all that crap going on in Ottawa and all that strife between him and the organization and the stuff with Mike Hoffman and the stuff with Melnick and the trade. Once he got, once he started playing again, he just never recovered.
1: Yeah. And, then and he now he's stuck to San in San Jose. Jose. He had one good year in San Jose and then he's just been banged up ever since. But I mean, Kale McCarr like you said, this could be just a footnote. Like this may not even in five years be his best season. And he won the Norris Trophy, a Stanley Cup, and a Conn Smythe Trophy. Like he what? he he's hit every single like accomplishment a player can hit for their position at the age of twenty three. Right, like he he has a Hall of Fame resume.
0: Yeah. already he's 23 like the most significant part of last season for him when we look back his career might only be that it was his first in all of those categories his yeah. first norris his first stanley cup his first con Smythe. because we might be talking about like two or three in each category with norris's i think we're talking like four or five minimum i don't think that's even crazy at all to say yeah. and stanley the cup voters was, will get fatigue of it that's the only that's period. the thing they'll definitely get fatigue of it but like Kale McCarr has made it clear that he is the best defenseman in the NHL. Victor Hedman was year over year the best defenseman, yes. but there he was always in the top three. But there was always a guy who just had like a remarkable season. Yeah. And it's going to beat Kale in voting. It's going to take that and a whole lot more because Roman Yossi couldn't even do it this year, even <laughs> with almost scoring a hundred points. Kale just barely edged him out. And yeah, he deserved well, to. I'm not saying Yossi. I, I thought they were going to give it to Yossi just based on his points. Kale was better just at every part of his position than Yossi. But you're going to have to have like that kind of season from Roman Yossi and like a defensive season of Victor Hedman. You're going to yes. need to have both of those seasons at once.
1: Yeah. And it's Kale McCarr has revolutionized how defensemen play hockey. He, he Like we're going to look back in 20 years and there's going to be a lot more players that re- grew up idolizing Kale McCarr. And you'll be like, Oh, yeah. Like, he's going to create this new wave of just ultra-aggressive, ultra-good-skating defensemen, and I am so excited because it is – watching Kale McCarr play hockey, like, I don't think we really appreciate its abs fans because we have to see it every night, how fucking good this guy is. It's like
0: what doesn't he have? Like what skill set does Kale McCarr not have? He can score. He's got great puck movement. He can move. His defensive ability is second to none. He can lay hits. What doesn't the guy do? He does everything at his position
1: exceptionally well. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that he he doesn't do right. well. Like because he added penalty killing this year to his his repertoire. He was out there like number one PK with Devon Taves, and once he got implemented into the PK, the PK miraculously got. 10 times better. Like the it's, it's not a, it's not a coincidence that that happened.
0: Right. Not at all. He doesn't take a ton of penalties. Yep. Like there's really just nothing that Kale McCarr does that I would say is even average.
1: Yeah. I don't think so, man. <laughs> there's very few players you can say that about very few and Kale McCarr is one of them. And we'll get to watch him in an av sweater for hopefully his entire career. Um, and man, I just, I really don't think he's reached his peak yet. Like he's still going to get better, and if getting better is improving on an eighty-six point season and thir- almost twenty, almost thirty goals, yeah, I'll take that all day.
0: Like that, like, that's got to be terrifying for every other NHL team. Oh, like, yeah. like the fact that it's like we're not talking about Kale McCarr as like like a nineteen-year-old that could do all of these things. The fact that he's currently doing them right now and has already pretty much won most things he can win outside of like the heart, which he might get one of those one day too. It's hard because he's on the avalanche and a lot of good players here and you don't get votes when you're on good teams, but he's done just about all of it already at 23. And he's just going to keep adding to those awards and he's he's only going to get better. Like, I I don't think we've, I know we've said a lot, but I also don't think we've stressed it enough that he's going to get better.
1: He's gonna get smarter. He's gonna get more crafty too with his with his with his skill set. And I just go back to his rookie year. Remember when he was compared to Quinn Hughes? And it was like, oh my god, these guys are a good revolution out of the game. And Quinn Hughes is still a good defenseman, he's don't get good, me wrong. But he but, might as well be playing on the wing. Yeah. He is really bad defensively. And he he's kind of kept his production about what it was his rookie year. He hasn't really improved. Kale McCarr went, uh, if you're looking at a graph, it's just Level level then pew shoot straight up. Can you because can you imagine when Hughes level. got that Calder? Oh, that would have been a travesty. It would have been a travesty. Um, because like if if you're ranking defense, I mean, Quinn Hughes is probably like a B tier defenseman, and that's not a
0: bad thing. I would say he's a great playmaker. He doesn't have the goal scoring ability of McCarr at all. And he's not that good defensively. He's a B-tier guy. He's definitely someone that Vancouver can build around. He's only 22, and he's going to get a lot better. But that's what we're saying. Like, one day, maybe Quinn Hughes will be even close to the level that Cale McCarr is right now.
1: I don't think it's ever going to happen. But, I mean, you talk about Roman Yossi. talk about Victor Hedman. You talk about all those guys. They're all kind of older, too, at this point. Yeah. I mean, Yossi's on the uh, on the other half of 30 now. Hedman's 30-plus. I mean, McCarr is like really the only one like Adam Fox is good, too. Don't get me wrong. Adam Fox is a good defenseman, but he's not Kale McCarr. Yeah, he's just I
0: mean, not. the only real like long term competition, like in this group of players is Adam Fox and Charlie McAvoy. I like Charlie McAvoy and, well. and Merrill Heiskanen, too. Merrill Heiskanen gets left out of that conversation. He's excellent.
1: He's excellent, but I'm going to need to see him now that Klingberg's gone.
0: Really step his he, game. He up. needs to be what Kale McCarr is for the Avalanche. Yeah where he is like a single-handedly dominant player. Yes. And not just – like because he – in Heiskin's defense, he has been doing that with Klingberg there. It's just that having Klingberg on that team takes some attention off of him sometimes. But yep. this season, I think we're going to see Heisken as a finalist.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's Kale McCarr and everyone else at this point right now. Um, and I really – I can't wait for it. I mean, the regular season was good, and then like we mentioned in the playoffs, I, we, we can't undersell how good Kale McCarr was in the playoffs. Um, started in the Nashville series, which was – I remember when we were previewing it with the Catfish on Ice guys, it was like it's McCarr versus Yossi, and Cale uh, kicked his ass in like every yeah, single category.
0: was not close.
1: Yeah. So he took that beast down. You go into the St. Louis series, he was quieter in that series. I mean, for Kale McCarr's standards, he was quieter. Offensively, but, he was. Yeah, but defensively he was still Stallworth. Uh, You go into the Edmonton series, he was terrific. He,
0: them. he yeah. like he He single-handedly bullied the Edmonton Oilers.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that play that everyone talks about is where he was defending McDavid on that breakaway, and he just made that poke check look so easy. And I remember in the moment, I was like, oh, that's good defensive play, but then you go back and watch highlights of Connor McDavid and he's just undressing defensemen one on one. And McCarr made it look so easy. Yeah, to it just, it poke just check looked away. like
0: an incredibly routine play for him. Yeah.
1: And there's very few defensemen in the world that can do that to Connor McDavid. And Kale McCart did that. And I would argue, of the three playoff series the Oilers played, I'd say McCarr and Taves did a pretty good job shutting down McDavid and Dry
0: Yeah. It's, it's pretty tough competition to go from, uh, the Kings and the Flames and their defenses to Kale McCarr and Devon Taves. Yeah, that's a pretty rough matchup.
1: Yeah, pretty rough. And McCarr and Taves won. I think McDavid ended up having what, like three goals in that series, maybe like three or four points. Yeah. So for, but that's still a lot. Don't get me wrong, but for Connor McDavid, how he was playing in the playoffs, that that was that was average. That was pedestrian for him. So the key part that people forget talking about Kale McCarr is he's a defenseman. Defense is is in his name. And he is excellent at that too. Um, and then you go to the Stanley Cup Finals against the Tampa Bay Lightning again. McCarver's Headman, two Norris finalists. Headman was good. I wouldn't say he was Victor Headman, but Kale McCarver was a man amongst boys in that series. Yeah,
0: I I just find it really funny that Kale went up against like all of his direct like competition for the Norris, and like I I throw McDavid into that mix as well. Now that he's like being compared to him, like one versus two. And he beat all of them, like just straight up head to head, like no debate. He was he was better than Roman Yossi without question. It wasn't close. He was better than Connor McDavid in that series too, and he was much better than Victor Hedman in the final too.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, Hedman having mean, you don't know goal, how
0: Victor Hedman was, and this was his third Stanley Cup final in three years. He's also getting a little bit older. Maybe not entirely fair, but McCarr was heads and shoulders ahead of him.
1: Yeah, it it wasn't even close, and he ends up he had two goals in the Stanley cup final. If I remember right, it was just in game He had three. He, he had three. Yeah. So he had in game two. Oh, he had that one that uh, got kicked in by Chernak. That's Rick. right. Yeah. So, I mean, he had three goals. Uh, how many assists did he have in the finals? He
0: had uh, four.
1: It's yeah, so seven points for a defenseman and six you know, point per game. Yeah. He was a point per game player in the Stanley cup final. Um, and deservedly. So won the con Smythe. I mean, it was it, the, it was one of those uh, cons mice where it was like, yeah, the apps had a ton of really good performers, but if you're the best player on the best team and you're that far ahead of everyone else in the voting. Yeah. You're pretty fucking good.
0: Yeah. I mean, they had McKinnon doing what he was doing. Like Nachushkin was incredibly good in the playoffs and was starting to really sneak into that conversation too. He had all these options and it was undoubtedly kale. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Hey everybody, hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if you don't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Even though hockey's over, there is still plenty to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, and best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash Whenever you want. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. Just without question, Cal McCarr. Was the best player in the playoffs, so he see, he he ends the season with a Norris, a Stanley Cup, and a con Smythe, and he's not even 24.
1: <laughs> Pretty good summer, yeah. And then he gets his day with the cup, and he's you remember that he's just 24 years old, and he's drinking slushies, eating pancakes out of it, like you forget how young he is. I man. love it. He's
0: just such like a chill dude. Yeah, like, he's, he's not doing he's not doing anything wild with. It. He's like, yeah, I just want to go to, like the gas station and just like put like a slushie in it, have breakfast out of it, and just have it in bed. Just Is like he a, the
1: abs most likable player? You think from what, an outside fan base? What could you possibly
0: base? not like about Gail yeah. McCarr that he's so likable?
1: Yeah, I, that that could be the I, I could see like Wild and Blues fans hating him because he's good.
0: Yeah, because he's but, good and he's just so goddamn perfect.
1: Yeah, but like to the to an impartial fan, like I, I think if you were to show a bunch of AVS players and you just showed them clips of Kale McCarr be like, yeah, I like that guy. Like he yeah, just, you, he you just look thing. at his face and be like, yeah, that, that's a guy I would trust.
0: Like yeah. I, I would tell, I would tell Kale McCarr like all of my darkest secrets. And I know he wouldn't tell his soul. I would trust no. that man with anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a baby face assassin, man. Like, that's just, mm-hmm. it's just how he is. Like it, 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 my favorite thing was him talking about how he was trying to grow his playoff beard. And there, if there's one thing we're better than Kale McCarr at, at our age, I'm almost 28. You're 21. Uh, we can grow better beards than Kale McCarr. That's about it. That's all we got. That's him. it. That's all we got. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but a beard, Stanley Cup, Hoby Baker, multimillionaire. I'll take the beard every single time. So yeah, um, it was it's so just awesome to think he's gonna be a member of the Avs for so long. And I, I'm gonna ask you something, and I don't want you to uh, to like you maybe think I'm overreacting. Has Kale McCarr already cemented himself as like getting his jersey retired by the Avs,
0: You think something would have to go horrifically wrong for him yeah. to not have his jersey retired by the Avs. Yeah. Like, I mean, you you, look you, at- you can already make the argument he's one of the better players in franchise history. Yeah, like it's not at all crazy. Like if he retired tomorrow. You definitely have the conversation about retiring his jersey, but we all know he's going to play for at least 10, 15 more years. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to have his jersey retired at this pace.
1: Can you think about that? Like, because the Avs in their first go around in like the 90s, you you retired Sackick, Foot, Forsberg, Hayduke, Bork, and wah. Like, the Avs are going to have a shit ton of jerseys retired. Like, if we're, like players keep going this way.
0: Yeah, like because Landeskog's gonna have his retired yep. when all's said and done. McKinnon's gonna have his retired. McCarr's gonna have his retired. Like that's three more guys right yeah. there. I mean,
1: Rantanen's on pace. Yeah, Rantanen's
0: on pace. We'll see what he can do. Like, right. we, like all of the stars of this generation, if they're going on the pace that they're going, could realistic there could be a lot less numbers to choose from. Yeah, as well as no, realistic. and I
1: would argue a guy who's kind of a dark host who we're gonna talk about later this week, if Val chushkin can continue to play the way he's playing and finish his career. I'm I'm not saying he's like as a lock as compared to like the guys we just listed, but he's, he's probably the next guy down on the list
0: of guys. I, 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 my argument to that would be, he's never going to really win any awards or anything like that. Oh, he's winning and a Selkie next year. I mean, he's definitely going to get the attention now yeah. for it, but I think he's going to need uh, a couple of con smites mixed in. To to have that
1: argument, yeah. No, I mean, of guys on that list, like we just listed off four players who are pretty much like, unless something really bad happens, they're pretty much locks. Like I'd say,
0: like Miko, I'd say say Rantanen right now is a maybe. Yeah. Like, but Landeskog, McKinnon, McCarr, they're gonna get retired.
1: Yeah, I mean, if Miko continues his trajectory, he's gonna be a 500 goal scorer. I mean, it's quite possible. And I, if I'm him, I'm probably not leaving the Abs. He's going to stay here. Like it, it's, it's going to be crazy just to see it. Cause the Avs are still just such a relatively young team. When you look at it in the grand scheme of things compared to the NHL, the fact they already have five jerseys retired is going to be quite interesting when there's uh, four more pretty much guaranteed that are going to be retired. Yeah. So in, in
0: 20 years, there's going to be a lot less nineties to choose from.
1: Yes. A lot less nineties, a lot less single digits. Um, it's going to be just a hell of a time. And, I mean, Kale McCart and Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog, I think you can put at probably a 99% chance they get their jerseys retired. Oh, yeah. If they stay. So, um, I mean, we've kind of previewed it this whole episode. What, what are your thoughts next year for Kale McCart? Like, how that's can a, he improve?
0: That's exactly where I was going to take this next. I mean, improve? I mean, I don't – Jesus, how can this guy possibly improve on what he did last season? But the thing is, we all know he's going to. Yeah. Like, I – I think he's going to hit a hundred points. I think he's going to hit 30 goals. I think he's going to win the Norris again. And I don't think it's even going to be that close. Honestly, I don't think Roman Yossi is going to have another like sniffing hundred point season. I think he might hit 80, like maybe around that area. I think Victor Hedman's going to be great. Adam Fox is going to have a great season. I think Miro Heiskanen is going to be a finalist. I don't think anyone's going to come close to what Kale McCarr is going to do next season. I think we're going to see an absolutely historic season from Kale McCarr. I, I, I can't even say anything he's going to improve on. I think he's just going to do everything he's doing amazing right now and somehow just do it better.
1: Yeah, because if you go back and look at the 80s, we've talked about this. Like Paul Coffey was a generational defenseman, and he ended up putting – I think he had 46 goals one year. Like Kel McCarr is never going to come close to that. It's just not possible. For it's not in possible in today's NHL. Age. I mean, he's going to be the closest player who I think will get even sniffing Paul Coffey's records. Yeah. I, I really think he's going to be the closest one. Um, he could be the first defenseman since when to have 100 points in a season. Who was the last one? Was it Mike Green?
0: I don't think Green ever hit 100. Oh, he, had
1: 30. he had 30 goals. He had the, Mike Green he had had 30, the
0: 30 goals. goals. Uh, he, I don't think he ever came close to 100.
1: No. So, I mean, he's going to be the first one in forever to get there. Um, I I agree with you. And his game just lends so well to, like – He's never really, like, in scrums. He's never really taken big hits because he's so smart. Yeah, he's so I mean,
0: fast, and, like, he, to hit Kale McCarty, you got to catch him.
1: Yeah. Like, he's like, got to
0: be, like, standing still. You got to line him up. Like, he his eyes are always constantly all over the ice. And when someone does line him up and he
1: sees them, there's nowhere for him to go, he'll just go through them instead. Yeah. Like, I love Sam Gerrard, but Sam Gerrard has a tendency to get crushed. Like, in Kale McCarr's three years, I can't remember a time where he's been crushed.
0: Yeah, like, th- like he's been knocked down a couple yeah. of times. But there's never been a time where it's like, oh, Kale got decked.
1: Yeah. Because like, even lind. on the
0: hard hits, like, he can give it back to you just as hard. Yeah. If he's going down, odds are you are too.
1: Yeah, his game lends very well to sustainability and not taking big hits and injuries. Um, I I really think, like, there's going to be a time where he's going to miss a couple games. Like, he's not going to play 82 games. That's just if he's even dinged up a little bit, they're going to rest him. Um, but I still think he's going to hit hundred points. And hopefully this off season is his first off season of like complete health. I doubt it. Cause he was probably banged up in the Stanley cup final, just like everyone was, but to our knowledge, no surgeries. I, I, I don't want to sound like a Homer, but I really think he, I think he has a chance to maybe hit 35, 40 goals next he, year. He, when it comes to Kale McCarr, like, I don't think you can
0: rule anything. And also we were right. It was Brian Leach in 92 at 102 points. That's the last time it was done. Cause I'm looking this up now, but when it comes to kale, I don't think you can rule out 35 goals, like 40 goals. Like I think that's a, maybe a little much, but for him, you never I know. I don't think that's crazy at all. I mean, if, he plays, if he plays all 82 games. Yes. I don't think that's crazy.
1: No, I don't think so. Like it sounds crazy to say, cause we're talking about a fucking defenseman. But in the grand scheme of things, man, like we're talking about Kale and McCarr, like he has the chance to do that. And I I agree with you. I, I just don't see anyone taking out his Norris mantle. I think we're going to go on like a good like three, four year spam. where he'll be a finalist and win a couple. I just hope the voters don't do the whole like, oh, he's won it the past couple times. So we're not going to. There's, there's going to
0: be a couple years where that's a thing.
1: Yeah. I well, mean, there's going to be.
0: There's he's gonna thinking. be like uh I don't like when Hedman's almost done that he's gonna have a great season and they're gonna give him one like on his way out and what oh, he should. He's only won
1: one, which is that's, that's
0: crazy to me that like, Headman's only gotten one. That's one of the biggest travesties in the league right yeah. now.
1: But I I just I agree with you. I, I don't think he's going to get unse- unseated for a while. Like there's a couple good defensemen he, coming in the league, but None of them are Kale McCarr. Yeah, and, and like,
0: and if Kale McCarr does get unseated, even for one year, you're just gonna have to tip your cap because it's just gonna be an absolutely Herculean effort. Yes. from whoever does it.
1: And I just don't know who's gonna do it. Like, I think Adam Fox is good, but everyone's kind of realizing that he's just he's good, but he's great. He's one of the best defensemen in the NHL, but he isn't Kale McCarr. Yeah, and he, he stole his, Kale McCarr's
0: Norris because Kale missed games.
1: Yeah. Kael McCarr should be a back-to-back Norris champion right now, but that's a that's another podcast we can yeah. complain about
0: that. And like, and and Charlie McAvoy is great, one of the better like defense defensemen yes. in the NHL, one of the best. He's not Kael McCarr.
1: Yeah, and I agree with you. I think the only one who could realistically catch him is Miro Heiskanen, but we yeah. haven't seen it yet. But like Heiskanen, I don't think he's hit forty points. Yeah. His
0: career. And I hate bringing up points for a defenseman, but when Kale McCarr just scored 86, you got to kind of climb up that list if you're going to yeah. be in this conversation.
1: Yeah. And I think Merrill Haskin has a skill set to do it. I don't think he's going to, though, just because Dallas is so like his plus minus numbers aren't going to look that great because Dallas isn't very good. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think he wins it again next year. The abs are cup favorites. We're not going to come on here and say the Avs aren't going to win the Stanley Cup because who the fuck would we be on the Tell the Avs It Is podcast? Um, but he's in line, like he could win a couple of con smites before it's all said and done, too. Like he, he's so fucking good, dude. And he has so much potential that is still hasn't been reached yet that I truly cannot wait to see what he does this year. And if he stays healthy, I mean, is it crazy? If he goes 35 points, 35 goals, has 110 points, do you think he has a shot at the heart? With oh, if
0: 110 points as a defenseman, yeah. You're you're gonna get some consideration for the heart. I mean, that hasn't been done since 1986. Paul Coffey had 138 points, but that's ridiculous. Like, and 35 goals alone would be eighth most all time by a defenseman. 35 hasn't happened since 1986. Do you want to take a guess who that Paul was? Coffee? Paul Coffey. Same yeah, season. Yeah. Right, same season. He had 138 points. Yeah. He, he had 48 goals and 90 assists. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Pretty, pretty good. good. It's, e- even for Kale, that's going to be pretty tough to unseat in both, in both categories. I'm
1: going to say that's impossible.
0: I'm good. At, if Kale McCarr ever does that, he's the best defenseman of all time. Yes. It's in exactly. today's NHL, yeah, without a it. It won't even be. A, if he's ever approaching 140 points as a defenseman in the modern day NHL, he's better than Bobby Orr.
1: Because what is, what is the highest point total that we've seen in the modern era?
0: In the modern era, I mean.
1: Because McDavid only like he had that. I think it it might have been Roman Yossi. (laughs) Really?
0: Because you look at he's the only guy in the top 20 that played in the 2000s.
1: Yeah. I mean, Yossi had a great year. He had
0: 96 Uh, points. He's 19th all time. And no one else in that top 20 is played in anything less than 1992.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, dude.
0: That's absolutely ridiculous. The next closest is Kale McCarr in that same season with 86 points. And Victor Hedman, that same season, we forget this, at 85. All three, (laughs) the first three guys from the 2000s on this list are all from the same season.
1: Yeah, it's pretty solid. Pretty good. And Kale McCarr won
0: that, Norris.
1: So I don't think that's going to happen again, but if a player can get there, like, I really think if he has 110 points, we know McDavid's probably going to get 120 if he stays healthy. Matthews is going to score, what, 70 goals maybe? Yeah, like I mean, McDavid's going
0: to score 50-plus. Matthews is going to score 60-plus. And I think Matthews has a good shot at winning the heart again because yeah. I just don't know how good the Leafs are going to be. And I think he's definitely going to be carrying a lot in the regular yep. season. It's also going to be the same case with the Oilers. It, I mean, it's hard to argue those, especially for most valuable player. Yeah. But – when you're doing what Kale McCard does and also to answer your question the only guy not in that season from the the 2000s is Brent Burns in 1819 he had 83 points
1: it's pretty solid for Brent Burns
0: that's those are the only guys from the 2000s in the top 50
1: yeah it's pretty solid um but yeah i mean Kale McCard like we said he he's he's kale freaking McCard um he's going to do big things and he's only 23 years old which <laughs> is crazy um, and it's a very real possibility that we could have Kale McCarr, Bo Byram as a top pair defense group here in the next four years. Because as much as I love Devon Taves, he's played so well, he is going to get a bag his next. Oh yeah,
0: the, I just, the, I just do not see a possible way yeah. that we can keep Devon Taves unless we are like gutting something else.
1: Yeah, because Devon so, Taves
0: oh, is going to get eight million plus. Oh, yeah. on, on the low end. He's and he deserves it, it. And he absolutely deserves, deserves
1: it. Deserves it. So we're going to enjoy these last two years of Devon Taves. He's going to part ways for um, Bo and Byram. And, yeah, I mean, the Avs are going to be really fucking good for a while on defense. So um, that's our first defenseman, unless you had anything else. I I, I can
0: talk about Cal McCarl.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could go on for three hours, but um, for the sanctity of – trying to keep our listeners engaged. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more about Kale McCarr in future episodes because uh, he's pretty important to the team.
0: Yeah. Like he he just comes up all the time.
1: Yeah. So um, I don't have anything else for the one and only Kale McCarr though. So I I think we can send these people
0: on their merry way. Absolutely. At least 30 goals. I think, I think he does it. I think he hits a hundred points. I think so too. First Kaisen's leech in 92 to do that. Yeah. And it's going to be a historic season. It still might not even be his best because he'll only be 24. Only. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be 24 in October. He might just be starting to hit his prime years. That's crazy. Ridiculous. To think about. So now, like unfair and ridiculous,
1: unfair, ridiculous. Just all the words to describe Kale McCarr. We could probably just do an episode, honestly, of just, like, adjectives to describe Kale McCarr. Yeah, I'd really do, I'd, I'd,
0: like, it. a long time ago, like, even before Kale had this season, I was doing that last, or the, not last season, but the season before, the shortened one. I just did, like, when the COVID breaks happened, I just did entire episodes on Kale McCarr.
1: I don't blame you. It's easy content.
0: I, I just did, like, entire 50 minutes talking about, like, what Kale McCarr can do in his career. And oh. I... I haven't been wrong yet.
1: I haven't been wrong. We, we forgot what well, what's your grade for Kale McCarr?
0: Okay, A plus. A plus. Like, the, Simple. Uh, we we have the, to say because
1: we're doing that for every player. I mean, yeah. I almost a I totally
0: forgot about doing those. But yeah, yeah, that that's the simplest grade we're handing out. Easiest. Like, we, when we Easiest. talked about like, there's a, there's going to be a couple guys that get A plus, we were both thinking about Kale McCarr, yeah, he was an unequivocal A plus without a, question or hesitation. A. Plus. If there was
1: a grade higher than an A plus, he'd get that.
0: Yeah. Well, and actually, I'm giving him an A plus plus. Just That's to fair. just to differentiate him from everybody else, A plus plus. Put that no- on the graphic. I, nobody had a better season than Kale McCarr did. Not just on the Avs in the NHL. Is the, the only, only time I will ever give out an A plus plus, unless Kale McCarr has a better season than he did last year. And he could get an A Yeah. Like, I'm only. I, this is the only time I'm not giving out another A plus plus. I might not even do it next season. Like, this might be the only time, the first time we're doing this in podcast history, might be the only time you ever see an A. I I love it. So man. enjoy it.
1: Enjoy it. <laughs> oh, All right, man. Let's let's wrap this
0: up. Yeah. So that's Kale McCarr. We're going right back to the offense next and starting with the second line. The next one you hear from us is going to be Valery Nachushkin, the man who had incredible season this year who went from 10 goals to over 20 and one of the most important players in the playoffs we're going to be discussing him in full detail next time but for now that's going to do it for us on this edition of the tell it abs it is podcast on the Hockey podcast network thank you all so very much as always for tuning in use promo code tell it abs it is on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. We would really appreciate it. It's the best possible way to help out the show. We're still selling merch over at denvernosebleeds.com. We're still selling the Jared Bednar, Kendall shirt with the Stanley Cup. We're selling the stickers. We've got some more ideas cooking that are going to be coming out here relatively soon. So keep an eye out for those as well. But that's going to do it for us on this edition. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at G Young's NHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay, where he has the those videos he's making blowing up every single time. And you can follow the show at Tell It Abs. It is for your daily reminder that the Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions because that is what my off-season mode looks like. But. That's going to do it for us on this edition. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we will catch you all in a couple of days talking about Valeri Nachushkin. But until then, let's go abs.